Hello, everyone. This is Susie Romans, and welcome to the Forever Rising show. I am so excited today to introduce you all to um, our friend and our guest today, Cray Moosney. And our topic for today is going to be emotions and healing. And as entrepreneurs, there's just so many different topics we can cover here. So I'm so excited, Craig, to have you here. And let's just get into it. I want to have this raw and honest and vulnerable discussion um, because as females, as women, as business owners, we go through so many ups and downs. And, you know, as the forever rising movement and brand grows, this is what we're really focusing on is helping women to heal and to rise up no matter what circumstances or situations that they've been in. So welcome, Cray. Hi, thank you, Susie, for having me. I am so happy to be here and really excited and honored to just talk about something that I feel like the collective is also moving towards into, which is all about focusing on our well-being, focusing on how we can transition further from the way we perceived ourselves from the society. So I am Cray and I am an advanced Reiki practitioner or an energy practitioner and also a certified life or spiritual um, life coach. And yeah, so energy healing is all about aligning ourselves from feeling misaligned. You know, like I, like I said, we all transition from different journeys and I myself have gone through such turbulence that I know how it feels to be on a different spectrum from being an entrepreneur as well, having to go through imposter syndrome and not, not having to have that core values, but elevating myself through healing has helped me to be in this position where I feel so authentic and divinely guided and I feel like it's also because of being mindful of my consciousness and tapping more into what are my capabilities and what are the things that I have been holding on to or blocking myself into. And that goes into the energy healing. So we all have energy centers that are connected to our emotions and also with our body parts. I used to have an autoimmune disease before where I was really dysregulated very depressed. So, yeah, so, so out yeah. of alignment. Yeah. 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 So I'd love to hear more about your background. Mm -hmm. And also, I think a great place for us to go in the beginning here is to start with the last like year or two, right? The, the two years of the pandemic and how that's affected women and entrepreneurs. Um, I'd love to talk about and now kind of as we transition back into um, having things reopen and sort of this new mm -hmm. energy, I'd love to kind of discuss healing from that mm -hmm. chapter that we all went through as a collective because it was so difficult <clears throat> for people right. in many different ways, right? I know women who have lost, <clears throat> excuse me, lost loved ones, lost businesses, lost, you know, so many different things were, became like unstable, right? Like life right. just, just, we went through this, this shaker, right? And now I feel like the dust is kind of settling. So I'd love to hear more about your background and then transition sort of into What's next for us as a collective? How do we heal from what we all just went through? I feel like the past two years have been such an elevating experience for the collective, more into tapping more into our introspective. Like, what have we been neglecting in our lives? Like, what have we been actually investing more outside of us rather than inside of us? 
And the key or the highlighted um, aspect of our well-being is mental health. And that was, I feel like, the most impacted part of our well-being from the past two years. And, of course, grieving from the people that we have lost from the pandemic. And all of these things, I believe that we all have free will to choose where we should be leaning towards to. And I know discomfort and transitioning comes with multiple um, aspects of our well-being where we feel like, okay, who we are right now, who am I, what is my deep I am after all of this transition that we've gone through. And I think now that we are opening back up is understanding now what are the beliefs that I don't or that's not serving me anymore. And what are the values that I'm now um, going to cultivate further after healing through those deepest core that I felt throughout the last two years that we had time to, you know, reflect, to go deeper, to understand what we truly need. Yeah. Right. I would say, I love that you said, what is my new I am? Because, you know, there's this video that I watch often on YouTube that is um, like sort of a meditation. That's like the words that follow I am have the potential to change your life, right? So I am creative. I am successful. What are you telling yourself on a day-to-day basis? So I love that. And then touching on, you know, what surfaced for everyone. Cause you're right. We all went through, it's like, we all had to face our, our shit, right? Like so much for so many people that we had to face and as an energy healer, um, and me as a business and life coach, it's, it's so important for us to support women and entrepreneurs as these things come up and we're like, what do we do with all this? Right. And, and who am I now? What are my, I ams that I'm going to ground into. So you want to speak more on that? Yeah. Yes. So with, when it comes to really asking ourselves to who I am for the past years, you could take inventory into, okay, what are the things that I felt wasn't fitting the values that I'm actually, that I actually felt that I didn't pay attention into from the past. And one thing that I noticed was the things that I wasn't able to do anymore was dance. Like, you know, physically it was taken away from me. And that is something that I love doing most before the shutdown happens. So taking inventory of what are the things that light you up most before pandemic happened or the shutdown happened? And what are the things now that you appreciate like taking time, taking time to Oop, I think you froze there for a moment. Uh, we might have lost Cray for a second. I'll wait for it to re um, for her to reconnect. But since we're still recording, I would pause and have everyone take out a notepad. And oh, are you back? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I feel like, yeah, there you go. It's back up. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I was just suggesting I'm waiting for you to reconnect that everyone takes out a notepad and as they're watching or listening, they can pause this and really take a moment to like, I love getting nice little colored pencils and markers and like cute stuff from Hobby Lobby or whatever. And really just like pen and paper or make it beautiful if you're artistic and write those I am's because there's something so powerful. Like I want to make these uh, shows like interactive. I want you to really pause and engage and take time to not just listen, but really do something about the information that we're giving you. So 
you know, get yourself some awesome little markers or whatever, a beautiful notebook and write out those I am's. What am I? I am fill in the blank. What have you overcome? Who are you now in this next chapter? Because it's up to us to write our own stories. It's up to us to decide whether the difficult things that happen are going to break us down and it's going to knock you down for good, or if you're going to keep rising back up and facing things. So yeah, take a moment. Uh, as we were waiting for you to reconnect, I just told everyone, take a moment to write that down, make a beautiful little collage of all of your new I am's. Right. Um, sorry about that. Like there was just a little glitch in there, but of course, and yes, the I am, like I said, it's where we're going to reconstruct our whole well-being. Because the thing is like, we were so taught that we are not whole. Like we have to seek outside of us. That all of the things that we needed are all based from the external factors or external circumstances happening outside of us. Mm-hmm. So what happened the last two years, the external things were taken away from us. Mm-hmm. And now we have to face our own shadows. What were the things that you have been suppressing for so long? What are the things that you have been avoiding for so long? And take inventory of that. And ask yourself, what are the lessons that I have learned for the last two years that I didn't know was part of my well-being? What are the things that I actually felt that it wasn't so, it wasn't part of who I am now? Mm -hmm. And how can I take that lesson to become better in this transition that I'm heading into? And how can I shape shift the life that I thought I was or that I thought that I based my values from to a whole well-being or a better version that I could say, this is me, regardless of the external circumstances that's happening for me. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into some examples because I think that this more specific, the better for our listeners. And can you tell me about maybe something you've overcome or some of your clients? And of course you don't have to name names, but let's talk about some specifics as far as what are the things, you know, is it the, like what's come up, jealousy, fears, doubts, um, abandonment issues, like what kind insecurities, what kinds of things have you helped your clients and yourself to overcome specifically and how? Um, A lot of things that came up for me was I was supposed to be actually a regional office manager from this law firm Mm -hmm. two years ago before the shutdown happened. Mm -hmm. And one thing that actually have transpired was, okay, shutdown happened in San Francisco, the whole city we couldn't go to the offices. We have to like stay at home and shelter in place happened. So something that came up to me, okay, who am I now? Like, what am I going to do for the next year? Or what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, I can't do, I can't find another job. So there was like this questioning part of me, who am I without all of these roles that I'm filling in before this have happened? So I asked myself, okay, what are the things that I can grow from? At this point, what I what can I take advantage of? Mm-hmm. And what I took advantage of was the time, the time for myself. And that's where I invested multiple personal development workshops. That's where all I hired life coaches as well, where I invested on growing because I felt like my life doesn't end there. I, I believe that it's there's always a great opportunity for me to face in, in adversity or in, in things that 
I, I always say this, that life is not happening to me. Life is happening for me. So I took it as a great opportunity for me to grow and to reach this moment where I'm at talking to you, talking about the energy work. And I didn't even realize when I said yes to the universe, you know, I felt really scared. In the beginning, I was so fearful. I was, I felt like I was grieving from the person that I was heading into because before pandemic happened, I was ready to audition for warriors cheerleader I I had it all planned for the whole 2020 and and I was ready to take that job in a corporate job but you ever said nope you have to you have to dig deeper you have to reflect and I feel like you know for the past five years as well I've been healing through some things that I've gone through and it was the next transition that I needed to face and it served me so well I was able to overcome that part of me that oh, I don't feel good enough. But I actually felt like I understood what I feel I'm worthy of and who am I as a person, regardless if I didn't have a job. But I was working on to the things that I needed to grow from. And here I am, like launched my business for the last two years, was able to help so many people through my podcast and also doing the energy work for them, helping also same energy practitioners who are stuck in their journey, helping them to transition and move forward with ease that you know, the old paradigm thinking would be you have to have so many certifications, you have to do this and that. But one thing that I realized is the sense of freedom. What does it mean to have that for you? I'm feeling emotional because, and I feel like that's why I valued time for the last two years. I made it so intentional that I felt like I quantum leaped from the person who was desperate for the next journey that's desperate for what is oh scared for the risk to take or the, the things that I wanted to take I'm scared for change to now it's like okay I'm ready what's what what am I how can I serve the universe right now how can I help more people so I feel so and, grounded and yeah it's important it's so important for anyone who's listening that feels really stuck or very um yeah. like you're saying so much has shifted and they're ground just feels like unstable. Like, am I going to do this? Am I, is this business going to work or is this career going to work? Or when things feel that unstable. So yeah, what you said, how can I help? How can I serve? How can I give my gifts? You know, because we all have these talents and gifts and skills, and we all have something to bring to the table. And as soon as you can get out of your own head about what's happening to you, like you said, but rather decide how can I show up? How is this, what is this teaching me? And how can I give more, give back? Uh, it gets you out of your own kind of selfish um, mind. And it really breaks you out into the world and into helping other people. And, you know, there's going to be so many people who listen to this and get inspiration from it and decide to take action. And that's our jobs, right? As coaches and influencers and, and experts in our fields, is to change lives. So I love that this kind of awakening happened for you and the openness, you know, being open to saying, Hey, that chapter that I thought was going to happen didn't work out. And now what, right? Who am I going to be now? Even though my whole plan changed or shifted or fell beneath my feet now, what, right? Who am I going to be now? Um, 
Yeah. So I love that. Um, so let's talk a little bit, cause I love that you mentioned, I'm um, talking about like the feminine and masculine energy to creating a fulfilling life and getting over energy blockages. So let's kind of transition into some of that. Um, because yeah, especially in the coaching industry, I do feel as a business and marketing strategist, we often talk about like the feminine being our mindset, our energy, how we're showing up and the masculine being the strategy, the how-to, the logistics, the, the tactical or tangible stuff. Um, but talk to me about masculine and feminine in energy healing and moving through like emotions, uh, ups and downs, like we were talking about loss or grief or, um, you know, insecurities, doubts. Yes. So thank you for that question, because I am a person who actually understood how my energy is like when the time that I needed to tap into my masculine or the time that I needed to mesh it with my feminine energy. So those two things, I feel like the misconception about it, that masculine energy is only for male, where in fact, it's actually our inspired action energy. How can we take inspired action without feeling forceful? So that's a divine masculine energy. While feminine energy, it's helping us to be in the flow, being at ease that, you know, we're not on that like desperate energy. Oh, we got to do this next. What's next? So that's like the toxic masculine energy where you needed to grasp or are so attached to the outcome. But yes. the feminine is like you lean in towards to the surrender, the trust within you, that you have it all together, that you got it, that you, you're in the flow. Everything is working out for you. Mm -hmm. So for me before, like I said, I was on a different spectrum where I was in a toxic masculine energy where my drive to success is to go and go and go and ignore the emotions that I'm actually feeling, but like see the results. If I didn't have the result, I have to force myself, even though I'm struggling inside. And one thing that I learned about emotion is it's energy in motion. So if we don't confront what we are feeling in there, that's where we'll feel all these blockages that would manifest physically, emotionally, and mentally. And that's why there comes in your ego and then your higher self, your intuition, or that other voice, the inner critic that's always kicks in. Those are energies. Everything that we do is energy. You and me, we're all energy. This thing that we're doing is an energy exchange. So being mindful of the things that you consume daily, also understanding your energetic budget, that's where you'll understand if you are connected with your masculine or you're driven to your feminine. So I realized in the business that I'm in, I love being in the flow. I feel inauthentic if I'm forcing myself into achieving or, or, or actually taking action on a project or like when I feel so desperate in, okay, what's next? What do I need to do? But I, I feel more aligned and grounded when I know that, okay, I have all of this list. And then if I take like five difficult decision in a day, I feel good enough. Mm -hmm. And I know with that like amount of energy that I invested in that day feels so harmonious. Why? Because I didn't force, mm -hmm. I didn't expect the outcome, but I know I did my best and I trusted my gut and I trusted in the flow of my well-being. And I didn't hear any inner critic at all, but I heard everything that is for my highest good. So 
Yeah, so that's that's how I approach my business is always be at ease. How can I make it easy, mm-hmm. right? Because in the old spectrum or the old paradigm that I'm in, I always, I, I connote hard work as um, equivalent to my result. But I realize is that like, you know, there's no such thing as you have to work so hard in order for you to achieve success. Right. It's actually right. how much are you actually focused, invested and present yeah. in in the things that you are doing in order to achieve the goals or desires that you wanted to have or manifest into life. And that's where masculine and feminine energy goes in hand in hand. I love that. Yeah, I love it because, well, first I want to touch on the emotion, like moving through things. I love that you call it yes. in motion because yeah, we all have bad days. We all have moments where we have doubt or fear or just something that is in our circumstances or out of your control happens. Right. Mm -hmm. But we get to choose how we're going to process that, how we're going to react. And I love what you said, just moving through it, moving through the doubts, the insecurities, the bad days, because they're going to happen. It doesn't matter if you are just starting out and it's your first week in business, or if you have a hundred million dollar a year business, you know, I, I know I, I worked with many successful people and at every level, people have fears or insecurities or things that creep up at every single level. So it's just about moving through it. It's, it's deciding it's not going to derail me and completely, right. It's not going to stop me in my tracks. And this is not the end. This is just, let's keep moving through it. You may need an hour or two to process that emotion or cry, or you just may need a day of like, you're saying, moving into something that feels at ease, go get a massage or go for a walk, you know, go in nature. It could be anything to just move through that. And honestly, just there are bodies too, like dancing, putting on a music. Um, you know, I had a, a rough day last a week or two ago where I just, I have this like body bar in here. That's like mm-hmm. a 25 pound, you know, like a long body bar. And I just put on some music, started, you know, doing some little weightlifting things and, 20 minutes later, I felt great. It was like, I needed to move through that emotion. So I love what you're saying there. And then absolutely regarding the feminine and masculine, there's such a beautiful harmony with business, with energy and emotions, all of it. For me specifically, when I talk about business, it's like, who are you being, right? Like you're saying, are are you feeling like blissful and happy and excited about what you're doing? And that's sort of that feminine, like dancing and playing with that possibility and saying, oh, this feels good. This feels exciting. This is something I love and enjoy. And this just lights up my heart. And then that masculine of, okay, well, what's the the tangible things that we need to do, right? Like I love speaking with you and, and having this show be released, you know, but there's also the, the masculine that had to happen, right? We have to set up the zoom. We have to set up the, the, the technical, we have to set up the YouTube and everything like the technology and the, right. The strategy behind and doing Facebook advertising and all that kind of stuff is the tactics. So you need both, right? You definitely need both. Um, yeah. So I think that, uh, is there anything else regarding feminine and masculine that we didn't really touch on? 
Um, I feel like also it's about like how you feel like when you're over driving yourself with masculine, like what are the signs that you feel like you are tapping more into that and how can you turn down the notch? That's a good one. Yeah. So what yeah. would you recommend for people who, cause I definitely, I think it's mm-hmm. the overachievers and yes. like the perfectionists yeah. um, yes. that tend to, like you're saying, go into, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? Like, how do I do it? Yes. How do I do it? And there's what's so- next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really an obsessive thinking over how do I fix it? How do I do it? How do I, right? It's so intense. And it's like you're saying, it's a desperate energy and that yes. it's a very unattractive energy. Exactly. So- and energy doesn't really lie. The thing about it is like everyone, like, you know, your clients can feel that. So when you're tapped into that energy, you, so the thing about this is like, like you said, you mentioned overachieving. I have this part of me when I feel like I'm overachieving, it's because I feel like I'm not feeling good enough. And that is like, we all have to also ask ourselves, who told you that you are not capable of achieving things or success in your business or in the life or in the journey that you are in. And that's why in energy healing, the blockages are so also relevant to understand where do you feel like you're so uncomfortable and you're not facing and you're not addressing where where do you seek to seek that pleasure from are you giving it to yourself like you mentioned when you had the slow days you needed to just exercise and move right how do you actually give yourself love because energy in itself it's all about high frequency and it's love and when you pour so much and you can't actually exchange energy with people when your cup is empty. So by understanding that the blockages as well, that they're not good or bad, but they're actually essential for you to see and assess if you are aligned or centered with your harmonious well-being, which is equally the masculine and divine feminine. So understanding being mindful of your thoughts if you're listening more into your inner critic then yes you're being driven by a masculine toxic energy if you're listening more into your higher self which is always expansive loving nurturing and understanding and knowing that you are so capable and have so many infinite possibilities that you can achieve then yes, you're absolutely harmoniously meshing in with your centeredness. So, so important to have some deep or a time in a day, like finding that harmony in a week. Like you can't just like so, so good in one aspect of your life. And yet for the rest, you are not feeling them in. So it's so important to understand your wheel of life and looking into that. Okay. Where in my life right now do I feel like I'm neglecting myself with? And that's where you can see the tangible or the physical reality if I'm blocked in that area. If I'm not really mindfully giving myself love or or attention. And then you will also realize that, oh, I'm actually seeking outside of me. Again, seeking unconsciously from the people or so many things that distracts you instead of actually going in and understanding what do I need right now? So, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes what we need is, well, a few things, but space is a huge one. So when we feel overachievers and the overgivers and the people pleasers, um, which especially as a mother, I can hugely relate to that because you are constantly taking care of your children, your spouse, your household, your pets, your dog, you know, there's so much that Mm -hmm. as a mother and a wife that you are responsible for. And it's so easy to get into that overgiving 
for me in those moments where I'm just feeling very depleted, I have to go into my own space, like into my office or create a little space, go outside with some blankets and like some books and a, you know, notebook or something and really just recenter and uh, get creative and start playing around with ideas and thoughts. And, um, you know, just taking out a piece of paper and writing down like five to 10 ideas, like some, what would be fun for me to create or to build or to work on, you know, over the next few months or whatever. So getting the, creating like that space and like a safe haven for yourself to be like, okay, I matter too. You know, I'm important. What do I want to work on? What's going to light me up and, and refill my heart? Um, because like you're saying, you can't give what you don't have. And if you don't have any like love in yourself or self-respect in yourself or compassion or any of those good things, and you're wallowing in the negative thoughts of I'm not good enough, I won't succeed. Nobody cares what I'm doing or, you know, all those kind of negative just first get yourself to neutral, right? Which is like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Am I a little uncomfortable? Am I a little off? Maybe, but I'm okay. You know, like getting to just sort of a neutral and then building from there. Uh, like I said, allowing yourself that creative space. I have a whole bookshelf over here of books that I love, you know, authors that I, it just cracking open a book and reading two or three pages in, you know, in the grass outside, setting up a blanket or taking like that, that kind of stuff can completely shift your energy, you know, and it may just be what you need. And I'll tell you a little story. We've been having so much construction at my house. We've redone our master bathroom, my master closet. Now we have construction in our basement. And it's just been a lot of people coming in and outside the house, messes, noise, you know, banging, um, and the dogs barking. And one morning I was just feeling so depleted energetically from all this chaos that I literally just took a blanket and I set it up in the middle of the construct, like there was still construction in my master bath, but I just needed like a moment. And so I went and got a pretty little blanket. I went and got a book and a little notepad and a cup of coffee. And I just sat and I just like laid down, closed my eyes, played some music. And like, even though around me was like chaos and construction, I made this little blanket. <laughs> like I just set this little space up and I sat there and I laid and I just, you know, listened to the music and read my book for about whatever it was, 30 minutes. And it shifted my day completely, shifted my energy completely. So it doesn't have to be extravagant, right? It doesn't have to be like a $10,000 trip to Paris or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. You know, although that would be wonderful. It can be like those little moments. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I always believe that the mundane things are the ones that's going to help you practice the present moment awareness. Yeah. Like you just said, like, you know, just smelling the, the tea that you are drinking. And then what I do is like whenever I drink water or any anything that I hydrate myself with, I say, thank you, water, because the element of water helps you like 99 or 95 percent, I believe, our bodies composed of water. So understanding that we are all in interconnected energetically and then just like appreciating appreciating where you are right now in your journey that gratitude attitude is going to elevate your energetic alignment your energetic frequency how you feel within because when you what you appreciate appreciates so every morning first thing that I do I wake up I would just say thank you universe for letting me live a life again because again we're all creators of our own reality. 
Right. So in this journey that we are in, we're moving the ebbs and flow of our well-being. So the only way that we can actually feel grounded is to be present and to be aware and to be mindful of how our life is actually transitioning from this so many changes, right? So many roles that we're filling in. So being grounded, being present in your well-being and filling more your cup rather than doing it for other people and prioritizing you more than anything else. That's going to help you. Yeah. Further. I think that's key, you know, getting support when you need it, having loving people around you, whether, you know, sometimes it's family and friends and sometimes it's it's not, sometimes it's coaches and therapists and, you know, other people that you hire for support. Yeah. And like you're saying, it's the little things it's becoming self-aware when, when your energy is dipping, when you're feeling emotionally drained and depleted and saying, no, I'm going to take a moment and do what I need. I'm going to fill my cup back up Uh, because it's so key that, like you said, you can't pour from an empty cup or like as Dr. Wayne Dyer would always tell that story, you can't give what you don't have, right? If someone asks you for three oranges, you don't have three oranges, you can't give it, you know, you can't give love if you don't have it in your own heart first. So I love that. Amazing. So any closing thoughts, anything else that you would tell our listeners regarding moving through um, healing any kind of traumas that have come up over the past two years and this next chapter, I, I do feel like collectively that there's this like a refresher, like a revive. Um, I don't even know what the right word is, but do you know what I'm saying? Like a, it's like a, a excitement. It's a rebirth. I would yes, say. I would yes. Say rebirth. Yeah. So I feel like the thing that I would say to people who are also transitioning now and from what they've gone through for the last two years is give grace to yourself. Give give grace to how much you have gone through Mm -hmm. and show compassion because no one, you know, no one can ever feel so good enough if they don't see that you've you've worked so hard and you've gone so far. So celebrate, celebrate all these wins. We've all collectively shifted mentally, physically, emotionally. So now it's time to like celebrate who you are right now. Who's your deep I am without all of the things that you've you felt transitioning to the now and becoming aware of your wholeness that there's nothing wrong with you it's just all about like embodying the version that you wanted to become and the world out there it's ever changing so keep focusing what you can control and that is you and that is your energetic alignment and that's your emotion so keep being mindful keep being aware be present be love be compassionate and just feel the lifeness, the, the juiciness of the life. That's all I can say. So thank it. you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And I would just tell people and keep moving through it, you know, just know that yes. we are constantly evolving. We're growing. We're constantly adapting. You know, where you are today is not where you'll be in six months or years. So just oh my gosh, like yeah. you're saying, have grace and a compassion for yourself and keep moving. So yes, thank you, Cray. This has been so thank fun you. and so many little nuggets of wisdom. So for our listeners, I would say, If you have any of your I am statements that you want to share, if you're watching this on YouTube, post them in the comments because we would love to see what you guys have come up with. And yes, join us on another episode of Forever Rising. This has been so fun. Thank you again, Cray. Thank you, Susie. I appreciate you. Bye. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.
Bye.